and thanks for listening to RTE Radio 1's The Rolling Wave podcast with me, Aoife Nick-Cormick. A couple of weeks ago, I visited the Ballyfermot College of Further Education, home of the well-known Kjoltor course. It was a very special day at the college and uh, we'll hear about that in just a second. But first of all, course director and flute player Paul McGrattan told me a little bit about the Kjoltor course itself. The Kjoltor course we've been going for the last 27 years started out as purely attrition music performance course leading to a higher national diploma which leads to an honours BA and in the last three years we've added an instrument making strand to the course with Nipri Bielan and it's, it's been wonderful that they, they bring a wealth of experience and knowledge which is absolutely immense benefit to our students so we're, we're really delighted with that. So now it's we concentrate on Irish attrition music performance and instrument making and this year we're launching the traineeship which is going to include instrument repair and making to the course as well um, and maintenance and um, we're still keeping all our academic qualifications and the progression to the, to the honours BA will still be in place um, but uh, there's uh, it means we've access to a whole new level of funding and um, so there's new funding streams open um, for like for instance anybody who's on a state allowance such as job seekers they, they can come on the course and receive all their course fees paid and receive their full allowance while they do the course. So like we've now got a fully funded traineeship for Irish traditional musicians and singers. The traineeship element is also open to anybody, any, any, anybody who's strictly interested in performance who... Um, they might have an idea for a CD or, or for a musical projects such as starting a band and um, they would have to prove that they, they would be able to um, have work placement and um, that we could work closely with, with the college in terms of work, work placement um, I've always felt that I've been playing music for long enough um, I know how difficult it is um, for musicians um, I've always felt that the, the combination of a musician who was an instrument maker um, and a teacher meant that you had you know there's, there's the opportunity to have a very rewarding and sustain, sustainable career in music. So that's really what we we're hoping that we're offering traditional musicians now. Just to widen your options. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's two more strings to your bow, you know. Yeah. And there's demand for these instruments as well. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I mean, and just one, one feedback I've, I've, I've gotten from contacts with instrument makers is that during the lockdown, they actually, the, the demand for instruments increased. So, I mean, it was the one area of music that wasn't absolutely hit badly during, during the whole lockdown. Okay, so today is an exciting day here in the college. Tell me what's happening today. Today is the first time that we have the opportunity to hear our students' harps being played by two superb musicians, Leisha Kelly and Noreen O'Donoghue. And we're just absolutely delighted. The, the, the students, uh, under the tutelage of, of, of harp maker Jan, Jan Mulyart, have made these beautiful instruments, but we didn't know what they sounded like. So today we have an opportunity to actually hear the instruments being performed by, by two of our greatest harpists. So we're, we're, we're thrilled. I'm absolutely delighted to hear them and the students are as well to hear. And congratulations to Anne and the students and the people and their partners in, in, in the instrument making. You know, like we had a very difficult year under COVID, but they managed to get these beautiful instruments finished and it's great. As Paul McGrattan mentioned there, the partnership with Napibri Ilan is very important to the success of this course. And uh, Gay McKeown, the CEO of Napibri Ilan, was in Ballyfermot that day and he told me a little bit more about their role. Yeah, the partnership started between uh, Ballyfermot College of Further Education and Napibri Ilan uh, to deliver uh, instrument making modules as part of the Kjoltor course. And we started in 2018 uh, almost a pile up. Uh, 
project and we started with pipes and flutes and then expanded to uh, tin whistles or whistles I should say uh, harps and uh, mandolin uh, most recently so it's been a fantastic uh, partnership uh, really uh, I suppose uh, a lot of people brought imagination commitment uh, uh, to this uh, initiative and uh, it's really important I think for particularly iconic instruments like harp and pipes that you know they'll be made in Ireland and people have the skills to repair them and uh, you know th that's really important because a lot of people were sourcing the instruments outside of Ireland and are and uh, even getting them repaired so I think it's, it's really important that people could uh, pursue it as a career as a hobby uh, supplement their uh, income as uh, musicians or performers uh, and there are teachers of music so uh, and we've a wonderful team of tutors that have huge commitment and they go the extra mile all the time uh, they're, they're the performers themselves musicians and they mentor and develop the teachers so it's it's a great partnership the, the harps that uh, the harps that are, were made this year here in in Ballyfermot. Have you seen any of them? This morning? I have. I, in fact, uh, I was I was quite uh, taken aback at the the extent of uh, the detail on them. Uh, I was expecting something, uh, you know, to be from a, f a famous. Uh, furniture maker <laughs> where you buy out the box and put together but it's certainly a lot more than that and I've just been talking to some of the, uh, the, the harpers there and they're really taken aback with the quality uh, from new entrants and new, new, new people to the craft and uh, that's really really encouraging you know and uh, you know it can only go well for the future and uh, you know I think it's been a wonderful partnership really you know. Gay McKeown, CEO of Napibri Illin there. So now it was time to hear the instruments and see the instruments. And uh, I met the man who tutored the students last year on the harp making course, harp maker Jan Mulyart. The musicians who were there on the day, especially to try out the instruments, Leisha Kelly and Noreen O'Donoghue. And most importantly, three of the new harp makers, Ellie Crowley, Edward Lynch and Jonathan Henderson. But the first speaker here is harp maker and course tutor Jan it was an amazing year because even with all the restrictions and setbacks and all that with COVID, we couldn't function for three months basically at all. Uh, then I made up uh, a, a Perspex boot in the NTU workshop there in Clonshaw. But we worked all the time with masks on, the big doors open the whole time, and uh, the, the harps just turned out amazing. I mean, I can't believe what I see there, you know. Are these the four uh, harp makers uh, today? Are, are they were they complete beginners when they began? Absolute beginners. Not there was one guy who had some woodwork experience, but the other three never held a chisel in their life. Um, I, I couldn't believe it when when I showed them something, they actually would copy it the way I showed them. You know, and a lot of people have bad habits. There, you know, they say a little knowledge is a bad thing or a dangerous thing. Whereas when when you're a blank canvas, you really have them you know and I love teaching. How did you get into harp making then? Well, that's an accident. <laughs> like all the best <laughs> Yeah I don't know. Yeah well I ended up in Ireland because I was traveling around uh, 1971 and then I met my wife at the Flack Hill in Listowel in 72 and we're still together. <laughs> Do you play the harp? No I played guitar and mandolin and uh, I sing mostly you know. So why harp then? Why not guitar? Because it was a by chance meeting and 
again with somebody from the Isle of Man and you know would you make a harp for me I want it this way and that way and I made one I made a few disasters in the beginning you know and then I started really getting into it and then the demand came you know because the first harp that Moya Brennan was playing was one of mine on all the albums <laughs> and the craft of, of making a harp I mean I've only had a cursory glance I'm hoping to have a better look yeah. at those harps now but they're they're different looking instruments. Um, what what materials did you or did they use for these harps? It's the very same materials as I use. It's native sycamore is the main uh, timber in for the hardwood, and then I use Canadian red cedar for the soundboards. But everything else is native, you know. And the the, the different colours is purely staining. And because of COVID, we were cut short in what we could do with the workshop because they were supposed to make a harp and a mandolin this year so the the second years next year we'll be doing a mandolin for sure that'll seem very easy maybe after the harp no i tell you no it's it, it's more the tricky smaller. the smaller you go the trickier it gets like <laughs> well you must be very pleased and proud of them today. absolutely yeah i'm, I'm delighted My name is Noreen O'Donoghue and I'm here in Ballyfermot College of Further Education this morning to um, try out these four beautiful harps that were made in, um, in the college by four people who have never made harps before and um, I'm with Lita here and we came to try them out and we're having a great time. They're all absolutely gorgeous and it's great to try out new instruments that were never played before, never made by, are made rather by people who had never made harps before so it's all very exciting this morning. Lisa, and I was saying to Noreen earlier that like it's hard if you just sit down and you just play an instrument for two minutes, you know, to, to gauge what it's like. But she was saying no, you actually know pretty quickly. Oh no, you know straight away with the harp. Yeah, they're good instruments. It's a, it's amazing, and a credit to Jan Willard, who's the um, instructor on the course, and I've known him since I was a kid. He's a great, um, reputable harp maker here in the country. We're very lucky to have him, and the college have done really well to bring him in and give this apprenticeship course because it's. What an opportunity for these great makers now. They've made four beautiful harps. And what are you looking for in a, in a good harp? Like when you sat down there, what, what tells you it's a good harp? Well, I suppose we're looking for a, a, a rich sound, but a bright sound for the melody and just a, a nice richness in the bass. So something that incorporates all of those, those things for me would, would tick all the boxes. And the four harps actually do. They're really lovely and rich in the bass and the middle is lovely and warm. And yet the top is lovely and bright for the melody, for the tunes, which we would both play a lot of, you know, traditional tunes. So they, they, they seem to all have it, you know, which is great. And um, in terms of, so there, here are four brand new makers now launched into the world. Yeah. In terms of sort of the number of harp makers in Ireland, what, what difference does it make to the flow of instruments? There's definitely room for everybody because uh, we're, there, harp makers are few and far between in the country. Um, we're blessed with excellent makers here, but an awful lot of young um, players are sourcing their harps outside the country. Um, and an awful lot of factory made ones, uh, the French ones are very popular and why would you get um, a harp made from somewhere else when you can get a, an Irish made one? And they're, and they're competitively priced, you know, so um, pe people should really uh, check out what if, if they're, you know, if they have the, you know, uh, they're going to source something. Um, Irish made is just the way to go, yeah. How important is a course like this, uh, Leisha, do you think? 
Well, I think it's, well, it's historic, really, because it's the first time that they've done something like this. I mean, these are full-sized harps with the full range of chromatic uh, levers. Um, we have been making harps at, at our own festival here in Ackill, the Ackill International Harp Festival, but it's a four-day course and the, the, the pieces are pre-cut and um, it's, you know, uh, you learn a bit. It was just to kind of maybe entice people to be, if they were curious, what it might be like. Whereas this is a, a year-long course and they've really learned the details um, yeah, just it's absolutely fantastic. So Ellie here, there's, there are uh, four harp makers, as you say, and uh, Ellie is one of the few, I think, female harp makers to, in the country. Is that right? Yeah, there's uh, just herself now, and Natalie Serena also makes um, the lovely wire harps. There, there's a different kettle of fish now, but um, yeah, it's exciting. Fair play to Ellie. It's a beautiful harp. So are you going to play a tune on them? We certainly are. We've four harps, and we're going to play, I think, individually, and then we're going to play together as well. So um, we've just been tuning this morning and getting ready, so really looking forward to it. So I heard about it. I was doing tin whistle lessons up in the Shame Senna Centre with um, Evelyn, who's actually in the second year of this course. She told me about it and she told me she was making flutes and playing trad and I just thought that sounded amazing. So I applied for it and I got in. Yeah, I was delighted. And I heard they're making harps and mandolins, so. And so the harp, I mean, the harp is a very complicated instrument. It's a very it big is, instrument. yeah, especially yeah, <laughs> for the first instrument to make, you exactly, know. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty incredible. Like, um, Jan is incredible, though. He's a really amazing luthier. What was your experience level of woodwork or, or you know, working um, with materials like that when you started? I made a mushroom and a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about it. Like I used a few chisels and yeah, uh, I did make um, a table in school years ago, but yeah, I've no, no real experience. Um, Jana's just a great teacher and we had all the machinery and tools from the Bear Bear Island. So yeah. And tell me about the instrument you made. The harp. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm like, how did I make that? <laughs> From a wooden spoon to a harp. Leisha is out there playing it and it sounds amazing. Like, yeah. So when Paul contacted me about this course, I jumped at the chance to learn the craft of harp making because I'm a carpenter by trade myself. And um, I'm already in the process of making a second harp after making the first one obviously but one of the things I love about the whole craft of harp making is that it's so much it's so related to the skill of archery because you've the the bow and you've got the string and then over time it evolved from archery from people putting on a second string a third string and musical instruments formed I'm going over thousands of years here and then eventually we've got this beautiful instrument of the harp so there's a whole story to it and to be able to learn from Jan Mulhert through Paul McGrattan who set it up the craft of harp making has been one of the uh, greatest experiences of my life and I've enjoyed it immensely. And I was worried about the harp. I said, you know, this is going to be, you know, machinery and, and all of that. And it was actually phenomenal because the way Jan teaches you, um, it's very much a, a matter of your judgment. And I, I thought, I, I, I probably could make a harp it's not as difficult as it might seem. It obviously is very crafted, of course, but um, very accessible, I think, you know, which was kind of gave me a lot of confidence to kind of... So I'm looking forward to 
next year. And uh, um, I've got three daughters. One's got this one. So the middle one wants another one and the other one, she's waiting for another one. So yeah, I'd like to go back. But it's exciting because it's not only harp, it's mandolin, a guitar. So um, it's, um, well worth it, you know. We're hearing some beautiful, we're hearing them play Morrison's there, I think, in the background, Noreen and Anita. Mm. What's it like today hearing the instrument being played? Well, it's amazing because I was just saying to Paul just now that um, uh, we had the harps for about a month and the new strings on there. And being a guitarist, I know what it's like when you put new strings on a guitar, you have to wait a couple of weeks for them to stretch. There are little techniques you can use. But I was worried with the harp, and not being a harpist myself, you're very light touch, because you're afraid. And um, last night, my wife tuned it up properly, and I said, go on, can you uh, play? And, and I'd play as a harpist would, expect from an instrument. And of course, this is what the ladies are doing here now and it's amazing to hear that because I mean I spent the last month going ting 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 you know three blind mice and <laughs> well, it's able for more yeah, yeah so that's amazing just to hear them you know so my pleasure <laughs> Alicia Kelly and Noreen O'Donoghue playing some tunes on the gorgeous new harps made by students on that pioneering harp making course in the Ballyfermot College of Further Education. You just heard some of them there, Ellie Crowley, Edward Lynch and Jonathan Henderson. And uh, as course director Paul McGrattan mentioned a little bit earlier, there are some fantastic opportunities for musicians, singers and of course aspiring instrument makers on that course. And they still have spaces available for next year and you can apply anytime over the summer so it's definitely worth having a look if you're interested lots of interesting things going on there and all the details are on bcfe.ie Thanks for listening to the Rolling Wave podcast. For rights reasons, the music here is shorter than in the original broadcasts. So if you'd like to hear the full versions of the tunes, you can go to rte.ie forward slash the rolling wave. And this programme was first broadcast on the 11th of July 2021. Till the next time, Gurumina Mahagi, Agaslan.